Did you know that the original Dead Space game in 2008 inspired multiple comics and books and two animated movies? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 151. My name's Gareth Running, I'll be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? Oh, swap position again. Uh, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. I like to surprise you. Uh, and on my virtual right is Mr. Neil Watson. How are you doing, Neil? Oh, I'm good as well. Thank you very much. Good. And on my virtual opposite, has he ever been opposite? It's Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing? Good evening, Gareth. I just want to go on record as saying what a delight it is to be working with professionals. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. This yeah, isn't take number four or anything, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, we'll release that little extra as a Christmas present next year. Let me get all the links through. Um, let's start by let's talk about how our week's been. Let's start with Richard. How's your week been, Richard? What have you been doing? Uh, week's been very good, actually. Um, as you'll probably know, I'm a big American football fan, and my team, the Philadelphia Eagles, have made it to the Super Bowl, uh, which is in just under two weeks' time. So I'm very, very happy with that. What's your connection to Philadelphia Eagles? <clears throat> um, I watched a game. I think it was Super Bowl 39. It was the Eagles or the Patriots, and I chose the Eagles. And every time I think about Tom Brady, I feel justified in making that decision. <laughs> and he's retired again now, hasn't he? Just he's officially retired. Said that's it. We don't know, do we? We thought he said that last time, but yeah, good. Well, that's it. Two weeks time, that is, is it? Yeah, the twelfth Sunday, the twelfth. Okay. Good. Is, is, uh, that Neil... bit, is that a bit early? Or not? No. Or is it always this time of year? The American football is always a short season. It's only like end of August till February. Until February. It's off more ah. than it's on. Oh, I didn't know that. I just thought it was kind of more in the summer. No, no. Yeah. No. Um, okay, go. Neil, how's your week been? Oh, yeah, I've had a good week as well, thanks. Um, good. It was my birthday, so that was all right. Oh, yeah. um, I went to football. That was all right until VAR got involved. Then it wasn't quite so good. Um but other than that, just the usual working week, really. How old are you now, Neil? Um, I'm 47 now. Oh, not in the 50s like me and Paul. No, 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 no. Listen, we had this discussion <laughs> last week. The lawsuit is still pending. <laughs> okay. You're just making it worse for yourself. Uh, okay, good. Sorry. I, I don't know what will happen when I get to 50. Might as well just you know, knock it on the give, head, really, I think. Give up. Yeah. 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 Um. Paul, what have you been doing this week? Well, we have a choice. We can either have Paul's travel updates or we can have Paul's <laughs> health updates. Which oh, would God. you prefer, Gary? We want both. <laughs> yeah, go on, <laughs> right. Let's go for health. Okay, we'll go for health update first of all. Um, yeah. Regular listener to the podcast will probably remember last year I was talking about having to go to the eye doctor. Um, it turns out that I now have signs of something called diabetic maculopathy. 
um, which doesn't sound like a lot of fun. But the big problem with that is that I need to control my blood pressure better, which means I'm no longer allowed to drink caffeine. And this is going from like 14 or 15 cups of coffee a day to not. It's 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 not a fun ride. Um, So um, I was talking to a friend of mine when we went fishing at the weekend and he says to me, right, let, let me get this straight. So you can't drink alcohol. I said, no, I can't drink alcohol. He says, you can't drink coffee. I says, no, I can't drink coffee. And he says, you can't have Haribo. And I said, no, I can't have Haribo. He said, I'd have, I'd have talked myself if I was you, mate. Well, I'm not there yet, not till March. But right, um, so. yeah, so that's that's the health update. So oh, yeah, cool. I've, I've, I've not had any coffee now for about two weeks and the headaches have just stopped. Because, yeah. you know, it's proper withdrawal symptoms. So, so you're going to be the healthiest man. Alive. I, yeah, I'm going to be miserable, but I'm going to live to be 100. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the unhappiest person to get a uh, telegram from the king ever. So, wow. um, and then, go on, sorry, what were you saying, Neil? Well, I was going to say, I, I think he'd be gone by then, but there'll be another one, won't there? So, yeah, you'll be fine. Well, yeah, it'll be, it'll be kings I, all the yeah. way down, won't it? So, yeah, uh, yeah. that's fine. Just wait till it's Prince Harry on the throne. If he can uh, tear himself away from being a best-selling author um anyway um the other thing is um travel updates today at 2 30 in the morning i traveled to a city that i believe is um twinned with beirut um named <laughs> named london um Jesus. luckily i got to the got to the store in london at five in the morning which because it's in covent garden flower market is mm-hmm. it's absolutely rammed at that time in the morning it's bonkers um managed to get out of london again by half past six um mm-hmm. and then drove down to sunny kent so oh, yeah we good. had uh, i've had a, have a lovely day 350 odd miles driving and about two hours actual work so yeah it's been good great London's just been voted best city 2023 by something. It, it, remember, it, it, it hasn't. It has. Best city to get stabbed in. <laughs> We're only four weeks in. <laughs> I know. Best it was an so optimistic poll. <laughs> um, did you see anyone see that um, Kratos axe? I went past it the other day. <laughs> it's quite weird. I was oh, driving past it. Yeah, in the in the south, I literally going past when they were putting it up, and I was like, "It's a massive axe in the middle of the south." <laughs> um, yeah, can, um, can you say a massive axe? Did you say? Yeah, have a look at the picture of it. So they did a sort of like PlayStation must be a PlayStation celebration because they're a bit late trying to sell the game. Oh, for God of War. Yeah, it's a massive, huge axe like it's been thrown and stuck into the concrete. It's great. It look good. Uh, um, yeah. But I walked past it and I was like, what is that? And they've just, they just finished it, so they wasn't even kind of calling off, so it looked a bit weird. Um, good. There we go. Um, right. What are we doing now? What are we doing? I'm talking about me, aren't I? It's all Wait, about what, what I've been it's doing. It's all about you, Gareth. It's all about me. I'm, I'm gonna, I've got a TV series rather than any health updates or travel updates or, or anything else. It is um, your TV series as well, is that right? It's what, your shrinking? TV series. No, it's not. It's shrinking. You said I've got a TV series. Oh no, I haven't got a TV. This is called oh. Shrinking. This is uh, on Apple TV. It stars uh, Jason Segel and Harrison Ford. Little kind of forty-minute 
kind of comedy drama. Really good. Really recommend it. If you've got Apple TV, really recommend it. It's about um, a psychiatrist who's, um, or therapist who have lost their, he's lost his wife and he's got a kid and he's just trying to kind of cope with life. Um, Harrison Ford's brilliant in it. They're all really funny. It's a really nice, it sounds really depressing, but it isn't. It's very funny. Um, really kind of that kind of drama by this executive producer, sort of Ted Lasso. So it has that kind of feel to it if you've watched that before. So yeah, really good. A good recommendation, Shrinking. It's just started. There's only a couple of episodes out. Um, if you've got Apple. Um, good. Games. We've been playing games, haven't we? Um, who should we start with? Who wants to go with a big one? Let's go with Richard. Richard, what's your big game? Uh, my review of Monster Hunter Rise is now on the website, so that's what I've been mainly playing this past week. Um, big, big fan of the series since World came out just over five years ago now. Um, that was my uh, first Monster Hunter game, so Rise. Rise came out on the Nintendo Switch and has now just arrived on Xbox Game Pass. Um, but it's very good. It's more very much more of the same so you you go hunt monsters collect loot use the loot to build armor and weapons and then go use those to then go and hunt bigger and badder monsters <laughs> it's just a really addictive game loop um and yeah there's a lot of a lot of new monsters in monster Hunter rise um I think one of the, my favorite my favorite battle I think was the Mag Magna Malo. I think that's how you say it. I'm not not 100 sure. It was one of the new monsters, and it's this big towering behemoth thing that has. Um, it, some of them have unique um, abilities like lightning and stuff, and this one's got a a new ability, a new um, element, so so to speak. And yeah, it's just very much more of the same. I think. I've, I gave it a four out of five. I don't think it was as good as Monster Hunter World. And I think that's partly because it's a part of a Nintendo Switch game and you can sort of see where the limitations are a little bit compared to Monster Hunter World that was built for the ground up on, on consoles, Xbox One and PS4. Um, so this one struggles a little bit. Um, but yeah, still still a very, very good game. So it's not like it's not like a sequel to the Monster Hunter World. No, it's like it's a little standalone. Yeah. Right. Okay. I I struggled with this. I think me, James, who's on the podcast, um, and a, a, another friend of ours, we went on it and we couldn't get out of the we couldn't get out of the little city you start to begin. <laughs> work out how to get out of there. We spent an hour and a half in there. Yeah. Sometimes the multiplayer is a bit convoluted. Yes, um, that was what it was. On this one, you've sort of got you've got two two women that will give you quests. One of them will give you single player quests, and another one will give you quests that you can do multiplayer. Um, right, which sort of makes things a little bit easier to understand. Ah, but so I, it wasn't it wasn't me. No, I remember I remember Monster Hunter World. It was sort of like you 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 would find a quest, you would select the quest, and then I think you had to go have something to eat with the the cat cat like things. So then oh, yeah. your stats were all boosted up, and then you needed to do something else. And I think that last bit was really confusing, from what I remember. Yeah, yeah, put us off. Um, good. So four out of five. Um, Neil, what have you got? What Can I just ask a question on Monster Hunter? Yeah, actually, of course. Um, what is there any reason why it came to Switch first? Then, if Monster Hunter World did really well, 
Why did they release this on Switch and then just port that to the Xbox? Did you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think Monster Hunter Worlds is Capcom's best-selling game ever. Hmm. Um, the series has sort of always predominantly been on handheld consoles, though. So I don't know whether that was that was the only reason why. But yeah, it was it was a bit strange because I, I I even wrote in my review for Monster Hunter World. I remember writing it like. This is a, this is a series now opening itself up to everyone, so it needs to be on as many consoles as possible, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. get over to Xbox. So it did seem a bit weird, but it's here now anyway. That's all that yeah. matters. On Game Pass. And on yeah. Game Pass, yeah. Um, Paul, what have you got? Oh no, Neil, what have you got for us? No, no, Paul can crack Ma- on. Make your, oh, mind up. Make your mind up. All right, let's go for Paul. Let's go for Paul. Right, let's go with me. Well, I'm going to talk about a game that's also come to Game Pass and that in, a, in an amazing coincidence also came from a handheld console. Um, the game is Persona 4 Golden, um, which was launched first of all on the PlayStation 2, but then the, the Golden version came out on the PS Vita. Do you remember those? Um, so basically what we've got is another Atlas sort of JRPG with social elements and lots of fighting and lots of monsters and for a game that's as old as it is, very good graphics. Um, but the story is the thing that drags you in. Um, the same with all of these Persona games, the stories are absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, um, absolutely brilliant game. It's on Game Pass for now. Um, the review's live on the site, and it was a five out of five for me. Five out of five. Five That's out of five. My in there. What a few five out of fives. Wow. Um, yeah. Do you, is my problem with these games: are you do, are you sort of like having to chat up fifteen-year-old girls at school? Well. I'd, I'd, it's never really made clear how old they are. They're in high school, right? But they, they look older. Okay. But, you know the thing is, it's not Clock like you're some. It's not like you're some creepy fifty-year-old bloke in London chatting up fifteen-year-old girls. <laughs> but generally, I am. I would be terrible. Well, you know what? If you're chatting up fifteen-year-old girls, then uh, not in a game <laughs> world. Duty wants to have I, a can't, I, I, I can't. I can't be doing that in a game. <laughs> Oh, my goodness i mean you don't have to chat these people up you can just like talk to them it's it's fine you don't have to go here how are you doing you know james <laughs> imagine <laughs> you're going through life <laughs> isn't that isn't that isn't that the point of the game do they go on dates and stuff or have i got this wrong you've got it wrong mate you're thinking of something oh. else entirely this, you go going to, you go and talk to people and you build up a, a social link with them and then this social link allows you to make stronger personas it's there's nothing creepy in it. Okay, good. That's what I've always thought. There's something creepy about it. That's why I've always not. I, I think you're mixing it up with Mr. Masaji Mayo edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good game. Very good game. All right, that's very playful. <laughs> I have a question, Paul. Hello. Because I know that you've done three, four, and five now. I have. Uh, yes. Which one would you recommend starting with? Um, it's interesting seeing the way that the 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 elements of the game have advanced from three to four to five. Um, 
But if you're not going to play all of them, I would say that five is the best. But I mean, I know, I know you're a you're an RPG fan, so you know they've all got a lot to recommend them. I mean, even Persona Three, the oldest of them all, I gave four and a half. I had to knock a half off because the graphics look a little bit rough around the edges. But yeah, I mean, they're all fantastic, mate. But if you're only going to play one, make it five. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Good, no good advice. That was solid advice. We don't no, really get this kind of really good. We don't really get just rubbish. We talk. This is what happens when I'm overtired. <laughs> just, just we get some really good. We get some really good on. gaming insights. <laughs> Welcome to a two-hour-long podcast with Paul. Absolutely. Yeah. Next week he'll be going. Well, let's just talk about the history of games. <laughs> Big lecture. <laughs> um, great, Neil. What have you got? Can I ask Paul a question as well? Just oh, as he on. as he's going off on one, um, so we've had we've had Persona Five Royal, yep. Persona Four Golden, Persona Three Portable, yep. Backwards, are we getting two and one? Where have they gone to? I don't know. Um, oh. They might be too old. Um, I, 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 honestly, I don't know. I mean, I'm just happy to finally get these away from uh, the Sony guys because um, you know they they've it's always been a bone of contention that it's never come to the Xbox until now. So, um, yeah, uh, just just be thankful for what we've got, Neil. Don't go looking for more. Okay, I'm not going to play any of them. I'm just <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, there's too much story for you. There is, yeah, yeah. Neil, what have you got? What's your first game? Um, I've been playing a little game called um, Atrio: The Dark Wild. It's been on Steam for a little while. I think I think it was in um, Steam Early Access for for maybe a year or so, something like that, and then it released mid January. It came to Xbox as well. Um, it's it's a weird little game. It's a survival kind of strategy type game where you're just thrown into darkness, really, as an android, and you're left to kind of get on with it. Um, I've put about 10, 10 hours into it, I suppose, at the moment, nine or 10 hours. And I would say the first five or six, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Not not the foggiest, no idea. Had to look on YouTube to understand where I was going wrong. And I was just kind of walking around and nothing was happening. I was having fun walking around, but I could tell that I wasn't doing it, playing it properly. Um, but the idea is you... You're looking for Project Human, I think it's called, or, or Human Project, something like that. So you're trying to turn your Android body into human, I'm guessing, further down the line. Um, you're meant to be doing it in about 15 hours if you go by the achievements, because there's an achievement for completing the game in 15 hours. I don't think I'm anywhere near that. If I get get to the end within 30, I'll be quite happy. Um, but you just wander around, you pick stuff up, you harvest stuff, you make stuff, you make more stuff, you then start automating stuff. And so you get conveyor belts going around and you have your little robot friends that start doing your, your harvesting for you. And you just let it kind of flow. And it's it's really good. Really confusing at the start, but really good, really in-depth. It's got great reviews on Steam, isn't it? It's, it's got some yeah. brilliant reviews on Steam, yeah. I think they're all kind of mostly mostly positive, very positive ones. 
Um, but a big, big old game as well, 30 hours you were talking about. Well, for me, like I say, there's this achievement that that you get for completing it in 15. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not getting anywhere near that. Like I say, I, yeah. I, I wasted five or six just wandering around, messing around. Yeah. Um, but that's what you can do. That's the beauty of it, really. You just mess around. You try something, you die, another Android gets chucked in, you take control of that. It's one of those... Um, one of those ones where if you die, always try and make sure you die near the the home space. So because you can then go and get all the bits that you had when you died. Don't die yeah. in the middle of the darkness because you won't ever find it again. <laughs> uh, I may have done that a couple of times. That's a rule for us in life as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't die in the middle don't of the dark. die in the darkness. Uh, um, but no, I've been very impressed with it. Reviewing it, it's... it's it's not going to be any higher than a four, but I don't think it's going to be any lower than a four either. So it could be a four out of five. Good. Great. That looks good. Intrigued by that. It's not on Game Pass, is it? It's just a... Uh, no, it's not. No. There's a free trial. How, how okay. much you get for that, I, I really don't know. But, um, but it takes a good few hours to really get moving. But once the automation gets moving and you've got your conveyor belt sorting stuff out, it's um, it's really clever. Great, good. Um, who's turning? It's me, isn't it? It's me. You again? It's all um, about you. It's all about me. Um, I'm going to talk about um, Backfirewall underscore. Um, is is the title here? Um, Backfirewall underscore is a is a is a little indie game by a developer. I think they're based in Switzerland. I think it's their second game. Um, and the premise is: it starts off. You are you're in you're inside a smartphone, and you are an upgrade file <laughs> and the this the operating system is someone you meet it's a little kind of figure there and they say what are you here for you say, oh, i'm here to update and they go well i don't want to update i don't want to be <laughs> updated because i'm just going to die and you're about to update the phone and the little operating system says come on let's escape through the phone and we're going to go and travel through the smartphone <laughs> and um not die when we have to update because you've fulfilled your purpose and the that operating system would have gone to the new upgrade. So then you travel around this smartphone, um, doing little puzzles, meeting different people. So it's a sort of like a uh, resistance group led by the health upgrade um, file that no one ever uses on a phone. So it's and then you go to the battery room, you go to this, you go to sort of like the password encryption place, which is like a um, like an office with sort of people just filling in forms it's it's a mixture of kind of like exploration puzzles a lot of puzzles which are but really really fun puzzles um a little bit of everything really it's kind of interesting it's just really great little kind of bits of gameplay it's a very colorful world you you sort of go into a maybe a one big area and it might give you five tasks to do in order to escape like disrupt this machine or collect all these bushes or do that so you you go in and you have to kind of work out how to do some of these puzzle rooms at one point you go to an art, like the photo um, gallery in a phone, and it's sort of run, run by this app who's like drinking martini and talking very, hello, darling. And then you have to go around and rearrange the, the user's photographs into sort of gallery, and it's real people. It's like maybe the developer, their photographs in real life. And I really love this game. It's really fun to play. It's really unique and interesting great kind of example of kind of like an indie but the writing's great the, the sort of ideas are brilliant i wish i gave it a five now i gave it a 4.5 <laughs> out of five 
And I think the only reason I'm going to give it a five, I just didn't think it quite landed at the ending. That was my only criticism. But um, I wish I'd still gave it a five. Um, but it's it's really good, and they're they're really interesting. I'm really interested to see what they're going to do in the future. Um, yeah, it's great. It's really good. Really it sounds it. like um, is it Psychonauts. Yeah, it has that. Yeah, exactly. That has that feel to it. Definitely has that feel to it. Yeah, that's a really that's good recommendation. Nice. Yeah, it's very funny, isn't it? I played the first hour. Mm. Yeah, about the first hour, first five minutes. When they're getting you to sort the settings out and, and stuff like that, yeah, I thought it was really clever, really yeah. clever. Um, I haven't played very many games where I've sat there and thought, "Ooh, that's new," but that is yeah. really new, really good. Um, and, and all the all the way through, there's something that go, "Oh, that's really clever." That's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. I thought maybe the controls were a little bit off, but that's my only only slight criticism from what I've played so far. Sometimes right, I'd, okay. I'd want to interact with something. And and the curse would be just a bit too kind of finicky, right? Okay. Um, yeah. But other than that, I thought it's what I've played has, has been really good fun. Yeah. Really not good. that long, what, three hours, four hours maybe. No, no, it's quite long actually. It's four to four to five hours, and then yeah, it's it's and it's only about I think it's only about eleven quid. It's not that much. Um, yeah, it's great, really good. Wish I gave out five. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. The amount of times we've heard you say that, eh? I yeah. know, I know. You're just going to have to yeah. bite the bullet and do it one day, you know. I know. Um, great. Um, let's, do, let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. Back to the beginning with Richard. What's your second one? Uh, I'll talk about Rob, Robotry, <clears throat> um, which as soon as this podcast ends, I'm going to be submitting the review for. So Robotry is like the um, 2D platformer. Um but the, the difference is here is that you are like a head, a head a, the head of a robot, and uh, you get these these arms that come out of your head, and and these arms are controlled with your left and right thumbstick, and that's how you move around the world. Right. And whilst whilst I've had a, had a good time with this game, it's only until like the last few days that it's actually clicked with me. And as to actually how to play it up until then it was one of the most frustrating games ever the, the difficulty in it is very high as you as you try and maneuver around these these levels using these two arms um you have to climb ropes and then grab onto handles and, and pulleys and all sorts there's even a couple of levels where you're driving a car as these these two arms and it's just <laughs> It's very, very difficult. But once it clicks, there's a lot of enjoyment there with it. Um, I think my review's through three and a half out of five. Uh, there's, there's, I think there's 60 levels, mm. 60 odd levels. Um, and it starts off fairly easy. And then, like I say, it's not long before you'd having to climb ropes with these two arms on these analog sticks and drive cars and everything. And then you get to a nice little peaceful world where it's like um, supposed to be like a day spa. And in each each of these levels, there's a frog that's that's managed to escape the, the bathhouse and you just need to push him back into it, essentially. <laughs> so there's there's quite a bit of humour to it as well. These, these robots, I think, have been created by these things called hebos. Um... They're like these little alien things, and sometimes they'll pop up 
to give you a, a helpful hint as to what to do. But it's all quite it's called quite cute in um in the art style as well. But um, don't let that put you off because it's very very difficult. Okay, ground. Yeah, it looks horrendous. Not horrendous. It looks <laughs> really difficult. It <laughs> looks really tricky. <laughs> it looks really tricky. Yeah. God. I try, I try uh, in co-op as well, where one of you controls one arm and the other person does the other. Oh. It's just another level, a whole level. <laughs> wow. Good. Um, good. Thank you, Richard. Um, Paul, you got another one? I have got another one. Um, just, just going back to what Richard was saying, there was a mm. game I played like that for review a while ago. I played it with my son. It was called Twin Cop. And it was basically you were... A, you were two policemen who'd had an awful accident, so they glued two halves of these policemen together. And <laughs> one person controlled the right-hand side of the body and the other side controlled the left-hand side of the body. And, yeah, it was it was absolute carnage. So <laughs> I, I feel your pain, Richard. Um, my next game couldn't be more different from my last one. Um, I'm going to talk about a game called Deep Space Anomaly. And it is without a shadow of a doubt the worst game i've played this year um the reviews live on the site now I gave you one. yeah this year i did say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the reviews live on the site i gave it one out of five and i think if i remember rightly the last line of the review was i've played this game so you don't have to to the readers <laughs> it's that bad um basically it's it's like a twin stick shooter almost you control a spaceship that's in the middle of a screen um when you try to move the spaceship doesn't seem to move the background moves around you instead and you're tasked with just shooting waves of enemies but the problem is the view is so small and the enemies are so fast and so suicidal that before you can shoot them, they've rammed into you and blown you to pieces. It's it's just well, it just doesn't work on any level, really. Um, it loads and it runs, so I gave it a one. But other than that, it's dreadful. Now I've done a let's play. I can't um, wait to see it. Xbox Hub site of this game, and I concur with everything Paul said. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Paul played it, so you don't have to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, he anyway. wears I, I, I do, yeah. <laughs> Very good for achievements. Just pops them in. Oh, yeah, and just yeah. Turn on. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's absolutely shocking, isn't it? It's like it's being made. I mean, it's, there's no effort here it doesn't feel like there's been any effort the whole idea of just doing this weird thing that you're you're not moving but the thing's moving around yeah, you it, it's it, almost it, like a mistake they've gone let's just keep that in yeah that looks that looks cool we've not seen that before yeah, yeah that's because yeah. it doesn't work <laughs> but anyway i'm glad you've uh, done a, a let's play i'm really looking forward to that yeah it's lovely yeah it's great it's me it's me being quite enthusiastic about going okay i've got to get this right but you can't get a game like that right. <laughs> I think I played Wave 6 for about an hour. Mm. That's some mm. quality view in there. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. These face anomaly. Um, Neil, have you got another one? Um, no, not really. I've just played oh. a little bit of Backfire, Backfire Wall underscore, as you call it. Yeah. Um, but no, not really, I'm afraid. Busy week. That's all right. That's all right. Richard, have you got another one? Want to chat about? Uh, I could briefly mention one. Go on, then. 
um, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Oh, brief What's game. Like? I, I didn't know this was coming out. You've barely mentioned it, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I wasn't going to mention it because I thought I'd save it for, for when Darren's next on, but I'll, I'll briefly talk about it. So, yeah, that's arrived on the Xbox Game Pass now as well. Um, and what I have played so far, the controller works really well with it, which was was obviously the big the big talking point when an RTS got announced for the console. Uh, but they've completely revamped the UI, even put in some useful new additions specifically for the controller. So in terms of what your villagers can do, whether they're gathering resources, you can click the right thumbstick and choose which resource to focus on as opposed to them all doing their own thing. So, yeah, new things like that. Um, and it's the full game, obviously, Age of Empires 2, iconic in the RTS scene. Um, and it's on Xbox now. I've just set, I've just set up a last man standing match between me and seven other AI opponents. Um, so that's been going for an hour, <laughs> and everyone's still standing. But, wow. but f- for me, that's just so much fun. Like obviously, I'm talking to Paul, and he's probably falling asleep with me already talking about it. But yeah. It's a classic for a reason. I'll say that. When you said the RTS scene, I instantly imagined there's a bar with two groups of people on either side. That's the RTS scene. One side, one side Starcraft, <laughs> the other side Age of Empires. <laughs> yeah, and, and they and gradually sort of try to get closer to you to have a conversation. <laughs> but it's very strategic. <laughs> uh, yeah, the RTS scene. I love it. Um, I, can I just say I like that. Um, one of your favourite gaming moments of the week has been setting up a game and then leaving it for an hour and not even sitting there. <laughs> oh, no, I've sat there. I've sat there and watched it. But like, oh, right, okay. That was Just watch what goes on. I've, I've been quite... I'm quietly in the corner of this map watching watching from a distance. I've sent my scout out and uh, he's reported back. But like, I, know, I know what's going on. It's like Putin. <laughs> hang, hang on a minute <laughs> next up yeah oh my goodness me uh, right. of all the things you could accuse somebody of because they played a video game you're just as like you're just like putin dub. just like putin watching <laughs> watching send a few scouts out uh, right grief. good thank you richard we look to look forward to hearing more about that i might have a go here at some point there's a lot going on um paul you guys play any I'm yeah, tempted. I'm actually tempted to play this. I'll do it. So, because Richard and Darren have been banging on about this game so much that you know, I kind of feel like I have to play it. Now. So, yeah. anyway, uh, yes, I do have another one, but it kind of crosses over with one of yours. So, did you well, we can both talk it? about because I've I've done. Let's talk about it. We can both talk about it together because I've only done. I did a let's play for it again um, <laughs> for an hour. Um, for the first hour, um, but you're reviewing it, so you should have a little chat. I'm, you've probably done a lot more than me. So, um, No, I only got it yesterday. Oh, yeah, of course so, you did. Um, I'm in, I think I'm in Chapter 2, so I don't know how far you got in your hour, but uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. The graphics look fantastic. Um, have, we actually, have we actually said what the game is? No, we haven't said what the game oh, is, okay. yeah. Is it Deep Be Space it- Anonymity? Sounds like that though. It's called Dead Space. 
I don't uh, know if you've heard of it, this little indie title. Um, it's a remake, obviously, of the original from, I think, was it about 2007 the original came out? I think you might be right, yeah. Um, so um, the difference is this time is, obviously, it's in the shiny new Frostbite engine, so it looks brilliant. Um, what I like is there's no obvious loading as you wander around the ship now. Before, it used to be split and you'd go to a different chapter and it would be, you know, there'd be a big loading time. But now you just kind of wander around and wherever you fancy going, you can go there. Um, the necromorphs look suitably disgusting and shooting their arms and legs off is still as much fun as ever. Um, and so far, I'm really enjoying it. What do you think, Gareth? I think it's brilliant, yeah. I think the, that... Hour. Now I played for some reason Dead Space two and three, but I don't think I've ever played the first one. Oh really? And yeah, some weird reason. I don't remember playing the first one. So I remembered the gun, you know, the the thing, the, the first plasma weapon, cutter. Yeah. yeah, so I went, ah, oh, that went through. But it was like, so it's great for me. It's like going, ah, oh, this is good. Going into a kind of new experience. But I thought it was brilliant. I thought the sound is some of the best sound. Because I'm doing a let's play. I had my headphones on. Yeah, it, it's just like ridiculously good. You know, just little. Um, clicks here and there or, or something with the machinery that you're hearing on the right side so you're petrified mm-hmm. but every now and again there's one bit that I was just walking along and just, I heard really low it was like someone whispering like, oh, and it was gone you know it's like <laughs> what the is that that's all I kept thinking what's this what's going on so it's and again visually it's it's great yeah it's really good it's really really good it does feel like you're playing a it feels like you're playing a very different experience. Like you said, having those, not having the loaded screens, yeah. all that stuff makes it completely different. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different feel. Um, mm. The only thing is, I mean, I'm playing it on normal to start with, obviously. Yeah. And it's it's easier, I think, than the original. There's a lot more health and ammo around than I remember mm. from the first game. It's kind of strange because there's so many save points. Mm. And they've still got those save points rather than just I just thought, why don't you just do an autosave? Well, don't worry about the save points because there's so many of them. They're like around every corner. If if the autosaves are though, do you lose the tension? Yeah, I think well, if you... Yeah, if well, you, you would do, yeah. but that, what I mean is because there's a save point, literally, you go around a the corner, there's another save point. Oh, right. But okay. you're putting in, you're not, you haven't got that tension anyway because you think that's enough. Maybe later on it would get like there's one save point in the whole level but there was it is literally turn a corner and that probably goes back to what paul said about when you used to go into a new area it would load into a different you know do a loading screen and so maybe that would make more sense but it just feels like you're slipping through and i've got that I've, you know in that first section i had about sort of six save points and i was on my way back but it's great it's really I used good. every single one i bet oh yeah absolutely <laughs> multiple <laughs> times yeah absolutely <laughs> um yeah, it's great. It's great. Really good. Really good start. It's a great game. Very tempting. Um, yeah, you should do it. I think you should yeah. play it, Neil. What, I think what you just should said, play it as well. What you just said about the sound, I, I like a game with good sound. Mm. So, yeah, I, I think yeah. I'm sold. Headphones on. Yeah, headphones on. Play it in the dark as well. Yeah, and the, really the, even just like you can hear sometimes the creatures breathing before you see them. And yeah. 
It's it's properly scary. <laughs> there was one I've got in the Let's Play. I was tr- I was mucking around with like a console to try to get this tram thing to work, right? And I'm in the thing, and one of the creatures had obviously crept up behind me that I missed, but it looked like it was looking at the console that I was looking at, and I went ah! <laughs> it, was, it was just leaning over your shoulder, going, "You're doing that yeah. wrong, mate. You want this? You're doing that wrong. What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> Was that, was that Necromorph one that worked in IT then? It was, yeah. Have you tried turning <laughs> yeah. it off and on again? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Good. And that, that, that Let's Play is live now, so if you want to um, yes. find it, we'll stick some links in the description, but just go to our YouTube channel. Go Sorted. Ahead. Sorted. Let's do some news, um, some bits and bobs that are there. The interesting one, the first one, is the um, just a delay. First delay, really, we've had, I think, of this year, maybe, um, is Star Wars Jedi Survivor that's coming out instead of March. It's going six weeks delayed till April the 28th. Um, now, the reason I brought this up, there's a kind of rumour, conspiracy rumour that people are going, Starfield is going to do a drop <laughs> in oh, the March time. <laughs> the end of March is that <laughs> time, and that's why they moved it. What do we think? Can I, can, I just, can I just say something first before, yeah. before the others go in? Um, I had a PR contact, uh, PR contact, contact me, PR contact, contact me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Saying, yeah, that is right, isn't it? PR contact, contact me. Yeah, it just sounded, it sounded weird. Contact me and say, we're moving a game from March, April time to end of May. Mm. Interesting. Was that amnesia? Uh, no, it wasn't that. That has just that, gone to. When's that gone to? That's been delayed as well now, hasn't it? I think that has gone to June or May. I thought it today. World War One one, wasn't it? Let me just do a quick. Yeah. Um, Richard and Paul. What uh, you amnesia is May. Yes, amnesia is May. But that, I think. But yeah, that... but yeah, that was originally. For March as well, so yeah, but no, it wasn't that one, it's something else. Um, but yeah, so that's a few then, isn't it? Moving, yeah. mm. be interesting, wouldn't it? If they did that, if they did this thing and they he, but the big other rumor is that you know, he likes we talked about it last week, he likes to do you know, when he's done the, fall, the last Fallout game, which is Todd how the one he's involved in, he announced it and then it came out. And it's Pretty playable now. Yeah. Yeah, within six weeks. So he likes to do that. And I think that happened with Skyrim as well, I think. So it's it, that's the kind of thing. Does he do an announcement in February and then it's out at the end of March? But I, 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 I would guess yeah. if he. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry, Richard, carry on. Carry on. I was going to say they, were, they did say that it's going to have its own separate show. So mm. I wonder if that's the big reveal at the end. Because yeah. they also did it with uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer as well. Hmm. So they have a habit, I guess, now of doing it. Yeah. I'm not convinced. I don't know that the game (laughs) companies talk to each other quite as much as you're giving them credit for. You don't think Phil Spencer's ringing up going, listen, lads, we're going to be releasing Starfield in March. No, I think think they do. (laughs) No, I think they do, because I think think there is a big thing, because I think what's happened over the years is which we haven't had for a while, is we used to have these very packed October-November yeah. um, schedules. Yeah, yeah, and then some yeah. games some games just died. They And they realised, it's because it's too packed, and you know you had these brilliant games that just died to death because they, it was too, too busy. So they, I think they really are now going, we've got to work out when releases are and when we can do stuff. 
I, I, I think you're giving them too much credit. <laughs> I think they, they have to do that. They have to go. Kind of, they I have can't to do imagine it. that Microsoft would be too sad if an EA game failed. Let's put it that well, way. EA are part of Game Pass, so it's not like they're not remotely. It's not like it's a PlayStation game. So there is a connection to it. So it's not mm. like it's a separate thing. So it's it's yeah. I, I mean, it's a conspiracy. We we probably like it's going to be June or it's going to be next year, but we it's interesting. But haven't they moved it right into the teeth of Redfall? See what I did there. <laughs> but yeah, but they've still got it in Red. I mean, it's still not a Game Pass game, is it? So I suppose it's and it's the April. April's what's April got mine mine craft thing beginning of April. Minecraft thing. That, that, yeah. Minecraft. yeah, that Minecraft thing. What's it called? Can't wait for that. Minecraft Legends. Legends, yeah. Well, we'll wait and see. We don't know. We're making stuff up. We're just, yeah, we're just, we've got absolutely no knowledge here. This Nothing. Is wild speculation. All, <laughs> all I know, it could release tomorrow. I wouldn't play it. It could release next week. I wouldn't play it. It could release next year. I wouldn't play it. I'm not playing exactly. it. I think exactly. that's that's blasphemy in the current Xbox. So. Yeah. yeah, but I'm afraid that's the way Scenario. it is. Yeah, there you go. It's too, much, um, too much story. Can I? Can we just talk about another thing that's happening? June um, E three is happening this year. The, the, I feel sorry for E three. Yeah, but, <laughs> but no one's going to be. The Xbox are not, not are saying they're not doing it. Nintendo's not doing it, and Sony's not going to be there because they haven't been there for a while. But um, is it just so Stadia? We, <laughs> Stadia's going to be. There. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. <laughs> and you we got a show. We got a show all to ourselves. Uh, who are the other big hitters there? I mean, Ubisoft. I mean, they're in a right state, so it can't be them. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on. Did oh, you see on. what they announced yesterday? What did they announce? The Crew Motorfest. <laughs> mm, not, not beyond good and evil too. No, no. Or Splinter Cell. Sorry, the Crew Motorfest. That's going to be amazing. It's not. It's going to be dreadful, like the last two. Uh, no, is but it, I like I like the crew. Is that their take on Forza Horizon? Yes, they're taking Forza Horizon and Test Drive Unlimited Two from twenty years ago. And that was a good game. Yeah, the new one's meant to be out this year, isn't it? So, <laughs> Soda Crown. Yeah, it's be out last year as well. Um, is I mean, we're just is E three. I'm not. Is it a bit dead? Is it? Is this? Putting a, is it, is it much going on? Is just it worth it? Just put it to bed. I think this has, you know, with all the, with the big players staying away, it just there doesn't seem much point. So, I mean, what what they're going to release? What they're going to show? I just, I just think that everyone has learned now that they can do their own conferences and their own exactly. time yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and it still do just as well. So people still tune in. Uh, <laughs> It might be that there's developers and publishers there, but I don't think it'll be anywhere near, near as big as it used to be pre-pandemic, which hasn't helped E3 either. Yeah. When they say they won't be there, that's not going to stop them from doing their own thing, though, is it? Oh, no, I think At they're the all going to do their own which thing. Which they're yeah. going to be doing. Yeah, so yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, oh, I... we're, not, we're not turning up there, that's all it is, but you're yeah. going to get all of this. You'll get all this stuff at, in that on that time scale in June, you know. Yeah, so that's going to be, yeah. So, no, definitely, yeah. I don't. Also, it's cheaper. It's cheaper for them. They don't have to spend the money hiring stuff out at E3. Yeah, you know. 
so it's like it makes when the moment the pandemic happened and they went we don't have to chill out and people seem okay with that <laughs> they don't mind it it's it's probably a, a big thing for them isn't it it's like me when i have to do acting work we used to go before the pandemic and do auditions in person and now we do a thing called self-tapes we have to just do it at home or over the pandemic but they're never ever going to do it in person anymore because it's, they don't have to spend the money on casting suites. Yeah. 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 Maybe they've so just it's... told you that. Yeah. He's getting on a bit now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I turn up for the casting suite and it's just packed. I go, what's going on here? Nothing, nothing's going on here. Um, yeah, great. So that's E3. We think maybe it's it's going to change. It's not going to be a big thing. Um, let's go on to our... We're going to do a little feature, and this we're going to start, which will lead into this, um, which is about accessories and hardware that we use for gaming. We're going to have a chat about that. Um, but we're going to talk about, maybe first of all, um, the PlayStation um, PSVR 2, because Neil... No, he, he he's uh he's committed to this, which is uh which is the thing. and um, there was a little story committed. this. Well, you've you've put an order in, haven't you? You yeah, want it to be bloody no committed? There, is there? <laughs> <laughs> just, just cancel it if I want. Um, the it's interesting though because the, there's a there's a little article there about um they've been the, the manufacturing the rumor is the manufacturing output is, is reported being half because they haven't got enough pre-orders at the moment they expect it but we don't know yeah do you know why or not. why is that because the bloody price that's why yeah. how much is it Honestly, yeah. how much, tell, us, tell us about it please first of all. how much was it um I, I don't know how much is it 500 and something pounds 500, 500 without without a game 530 pounds without a game wow isn't it's, that it's more too, than the console too expensive yeah. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, so that, that's you know exactly. What? Yeah, that's exactly why they stripped back their production. Um, and Richard, you're also you're a big VR fan. Are you and you said you were not going to get it till the price changes. Not at that price, no. I mean, the the lineup of the games that they've got, I think there's over thirty, and I could easily play fifteen of them, but just not at that price. No way. Do you know the one that would might persuade me? Go. Okay. Kayaking. Yeah, I saw that one. Uh, yeah, that yeah, looked good. That does look good. Yeah. It's not what you expect. So, uh, hang on, <laughs> you, you want to pay 500 and some quid to play <laughs> virtual reality kayaking? <laughs> Why don't you just go and go to see buy a Wii for 20 quid and play Wii Sports? It'll be just as good. Oh, no. Can see the things. I thought you said go out and buy a kayak. You live next to the river. What's wrong with you? Oh, that's a good plan. I could do that. Yeah. Oh. So Neil, you, you, what made you want to do it? I, I just think this is going to be a very big year for VR. Um, I've had Oculus. Is it Oculus? Better Quest Two. Sorry, didn't get on with that. Um. I'm, I'm still not sold with PSVR 2 having a cable. That makes absolutely no sense at all to me. Um, but I'm willing to overlook it. But I just think, as a whole, this year and into next, VR is going to go massive. I think it's it's come to that time, finally. It's taken a while. It's taken 
what has it been? Maybe five, five years or so. It's been kind of sitting around, hasn't it? Mm. But I think this is going to be the real big push. Aside from that stupid price, which is stupid. Paul, what do you think? I, I, right? I'm not. No, I'm not convinced by VR at all. I don't think it's ever going to catch on. It's too expensive. It's too stupid. It makes people feel sick. Um, yeah. And, you know, you were saying about it's too expensive, Double. All you need to do is wait six months when Neil hasn't switched his on and then buy it off him. Steam Deck as well. So, <laughs> just, just to put it in context, Neil, tell us the last time you turned your PS5 on. Uh, last week, Paul. Last week. You little fibber. It was six no. years ago you told no. me. Oh. <laughs> well, it was up until last week. It was about six months, but no, six I saw. Months, yeah. I turned my PS5 on last week. I bought Keener Bridge of Spirits because it was on sale for like twelve quid. So I really want to play that game. Good game, and okay. I, and then I switched it off. Yeah. Literally, it was on for what four minutes, and it hasn't gone on since. But good I really, game, I really want yeah, to play Keener. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. Mm. Oh yeah. Crazy. You, Richard, Richard, you're a big VR fan. Do you think this is a big year for VR, like what Neil said? Do you think this is a, a game changer? I want it to be, because, yeah. like I say, it's it's a, such a unique experience. But I think, this, like like Neil keeps saying, it's a price point. Like PSVR came out as a cheaper alternative, and it sort of, that was supposed to be the gateway for VR players, for a lot of people. Um, but I think this PSVR 2 is trying to compete with the big boys basically and that's why it has got such a yeah. big bigger price point but i don't know i think i think psvr is the first one is still the the it is still the entry point if people want to try vr then there's no better way to do it than that okay good well i'll we'll see when neil gets his in the, in three weeks time is it um, I'll have it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, think it's, I think it's end of February, isn't it? Something yeah. Like what game? What game have you got? First of all, you got the kayaking one. You're asking questions that I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, there was a there was a bundle by. Well, you could buy it by yourself or stick the Horizon bundle oh, yeah. in. Uh, I didn't fancy that quite so much, so I've just bought the thing, and I'll see what happens. It'll turn up, and then yeah. I'll. <laughs> what am I going to do with this box and send it to Richard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, existing games get up because I know that G Gran Turismo 7 gets an update. That does, yes. Yeah. Uh, does Resi 8 get the same free update or is that a separate purchase? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked into that far. I'd, I'd quite like to be trodden by Lady D and V, if I'm being honest. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> No, no. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping creepy fella again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm hoping to play it slightly differently to what I used um, Oculus for. But I was using that as okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was using yeah. that as a toy. <laughs> yeah. oh. No, I was I was using that expecting to stand in in the living room, and and play games standing up. Now, that's okay for 10 minutes at a time, but you don't want to be doing that all the time. Yeah. And I've noticed that on the PSVR sites and the store pages and stuff, that it tells you which games you can play sitting down 
yeah. or, or standing up. And I think that's a really good call because playing it sitting down is totally different. You can play it for hours then, can't you? As mm-hmm. long as it's not making you feel sick, obviously. Um, but the standing up is what I always used to do with Oculus, thinking, oh, this is this is VR, I can run around kind of thing. But you can't you can't play it like that. It's not right. No. Okay. But, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll find you know, out. I'll get you back really on for that. Um, mm. Just a, a PS VR two cycling game because you could mm. sit on your pretend bike and wear the thing and all your oh. life run, you'd be away, wouldn't you? I, I yeah. tell you now. Cool yeah. God, Zwift VR. Get get Gemma to stand there and with a fan and blow it on you so you feel like you're going fast. I've got a fan, awesome. bro. Of course you have, Neil. I mean, I don't don't know why I would think that you hadn't. You've obviously (laughs) never ridden indoors, but if if you're indoor cycling, you have to have a fan. You would die within two minutes, otherwise. Normal people don't ride bikes indoors, Neil. I hate to break (laughs) it to you. (laughs) They go outside and do it. Yeah, but Um, some of us aren't normal. Well, Should we have a quick quick chat about accessories well i mean neil you you review a lot of accessories for the site don't you as well so you you yeah. build much up on it than us what's your what's your favorite one what's your favorite one that you've oh my favorite one really well? my favorite one at the moment is my x jimmy horizon projector um i've just done a review for it which is up on site and i've been using this for about a month it turned up just before christmas actually so yeah um about a month and, you know, in two words, it's a game changer. Honestly, it completely changed the way I've played games. It's completely changed the way I've watched television. It's, it's completely changed everything. Just having a, a projector sitting on the side of your room and sticking a two and a half meter wide screen on your wall, it, it's brilliant. It's, it's been, yeah, I've got nothing but praise for it. It, it's really, really good. I've not used my normal television since I've had it. Oh, really? So yeah. it's, it's a projector. It's a really good projector. Well, this is this is the thing. Um, X Jimmy, I think that's what they're called. X Jimmy. It's X G I M I. They do the the Horizon, which is um, a 1080p one with lower lag. I can't remember mm. what the lag is. I think it's about 11 milliseconds, something like that which is perfect for gaming because that's what you want, isn't it? You want the lag. You don't want to feel the um, the latency. Or they do Horizon Pro, which is a 4K version, which is at 35 milliseconds. I've, I've done a little bit of research. 35 should still be fine for gaming. When, once you start going 50, 60, 70, it's, it's too much, apparently. So 35 should be fine. But I, I've gone from a 50-inch 4K TV that I'm not switching on so this 1080p huge screen, it's just so immersive. It really is. It's, wow. it's brilliant. It's it's not going to be for everybody. First of all, you, you need a, you need a wall, <laughs> <laughs> um, and lots of people have like pictures on walls and shelves and mm. stuff like that. And so it's yeah. not going to work there for you. Um, but if you've got the space, it, it's it's amazing. It's got some hardened carbon speakers built into it as well, so the speakers are good. I've got um, Sonar System in the lounge, so I've just hooked that up, which makes it better again. But the speakers by itself were room-filling. They were really good. And this is in a little, I don't know what, six-inch by six-inch box. Brilliant. Wow. How much does it cost? 
Um, the 1080p one is 900 quid. Oh, bargain. I'll have two. Well, it's, it's, it's better value for money than PSVR 2, Paul. Well, it's, it's, you know what? So's herpes, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the 4K one is 1,500 quid. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, but I've not missed the drop to 4K at all. I, I've said it many times. I, I don't notice the difference, really. I'm too old to worry about the difference. If you're really pixel peeping, you would notice the difference. But I, I'm quite happy with it. It's not a problem. I'd like to drop yeah. the 4K one to see, but... So a projector for you at the moment. What about you, Paul? Projector's the big thing, yeah. Definitely. Big thing. What about you, Paul? Accessory? <laughs> something you really love? My accessories <laughs> that I love. I mean, we're going to go right to the other end of the scale, Nick. Um, yeah, go on. And this is... Neil sent me a set of control freak... Um, things that you put on your um your sticks uh, i thumb can't sticks. think what they're called thumbstick things thumb make your thumbstick yeah. taller yeah and they have been a game changer for me i can't play now without them on because <laughs> it just feels like I, I haven't got as much control um so yeah i mean these are like five pound a set so you know you could have quite a few sets for the price of a projector or a psvr2 um, but it just makes a really big difference, especially in games like Destiny 2 or Battlefield, where you're aiming and you, it matters that precision. Um, even just playing, just playing Persona 4, it's I find it so much more comfortable with the taller sticks that it's it's well, it's just changed the way I play games. There you go. What about you, Richard? Um, I have a gaming chair. Oh. Um, every everyone should have a gaming chair. Yeah, I don't use it for gaming. I have it at the desk where I'm sat now, which is where I, where I'm working from home. Um, but it's a uh, it's a Spider Man and a seat, and and yeah, Neil's right. Everyone needs a gaming chair, like a proper a proper one, uh, anyway, because this is just incredibly comfy. Since since I started working from home, there was a, there was a panic. Um, we needed a desk, and I was using Laura's uh, vanity uh, desk for months. Um, and then uh, I had a sixty-pound Argos rolling chair. Um, and then I, I got this this Spider-Man gaming chair, and it's just so comfy. I I didn't realise that uh, uh, armrests had like four or five different ways that you could change them, but. <laughs> Apparently they do. Four D armrests. Yeah. There you go. This gaming chair, can you because it's got Spider Man on, can you only sit in it to play your PlayStation? Do you have to get out of it when you're on the Xbox? Well, I don't I don't I don't put game in it. And I, oh. actually if I was to game in it, it'd probably be my Nintendo Switch because that's the only one that I could move upstairs. Oh right. See okay. I have a gaming settee, so I'm all right. <laughs> I have a gaming chair next to my gaming city. Is that all right? And I, and I, but I can't play games sitting on the sofa. I have to be sitting in this chair. It's weird. Oh, really weird. I don't know. It just, just, just doesn't feel right. Have to do Where would you sit for your VR? Oh, in, in the no. garden. <laughs> no, I'll be on my on my noble chair, gaming chair for that. Definitely. Is that what it's called? A noble chair. 
Um, yeah, that's the company. They're called Noble oh, Jazz. Good. Um, I thought you called it that. There's another one, Secret Lab. They're really good as well. Okay. Um, I'm sat in one of those at, at, as we speak. But okay. yeah, gaming chair. Everybody needs a gaming chair. Okay. Oh, more than one by the sound of it. Um, we could, yeah, we'd do this again. We'd look at more accessory stuff. We've got time now. Not time for this. We've got do you want some breaking? We, we, we haven't got time. I'm going to go. about yours, Gareth? What, what's I haven't got anything. Accessory? I literally haven't got anything. I've got nothing. nothing I've got a all. controller and a console. A controller that breaks and I ask Neil for another one. And that's it. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Is that how it works? Yeah. <laughs> It, it, does, we ask it does seem to be a bit like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all that, that happens. That's what, all I've got. What headset are you using, Gareth? Do you use double-canned ones or a single-ear one, or what do you use when you go? I use, if I play with you lot or I play with other friends, I use, like, the Xbox thing. But if I'm doing a Let's Play, I'll do the proper one, you know, the thing. <laughs> that's really good. Oh, the, the proper one, yeah. <laughs> the proper one, the proper one, not the Xbox thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you use the uh, old school one ear. Yeah. The sort yeah. of chat thing. That's how no, old school is that. What? We've got to be alert where I live in London. You don't know what's gonna happen. You can't you can't be completely immersed. You don't know what's gonna come through your window. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It could be anybody. Um before we go, do you want do you want some breaking news? Oh yes, we've done this. We've done this two weeks ago, didn't we? It wasn't that impressive last time. Should we? Do, and it links into something we didn't cover. That EA basically they cut a few things on their mobile game stuff, which was um, um, Apex. What was it called? Apex, Apex, Apex Legends Mobile. Apex Legends. They cut that mobile, but now they've just literally come out about sixteen minutes ago. Now on Wednesday, the first of Feb, and they just said they've just they've cancelled a single player entry in their Titanfall series. Oh, oh, that's a shame. Which, which was going to be a crossover between that and the Apex Legends universe, but yeah, that's a shame. Now, yeah, they're about fifty developers working; they're going to be doing other stuff. One that they've yeah, not announced—is that what you're saying? Yeah, one they've not announced, but they said, you know, we thought it was going to be a single player, and it's been cancelled. So the report, so that's the report that's just come out now. So yeah, that is a shame. So, it's a single a player bit of Titanfall was the best. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, huh? yeah. Titanfall. Yeah. But yeah, another e company that have gone strange with their cancellations. It's strange times. Strange times. Um, now, gentlemen, let's talk about what we're looking forward to next week before we go. Uh, Neil, what are you looking forward to? Got anything? Um, no. No, good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just going to be looking forward to PSVR 2 for ages. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Richard, what have you got? Uh, well, can I, can I tell you a quick story? Yes, Ooh. yes, we want a story. Absolutely, stories are great. If it's about 15 minutes long, just, just keep it going, because we know that Gareth's trying to wrap up. <laughs> we don't really do these sort of things. Unbelievable. 60 seconds, Gareth. Thank you, Richard. It's my, yeah. my niece's fifth birthday on Saturday, so my sister said, we'll go to Eureka, which is like a children's museum in Halifax, which is where we always used to go as a kid kids has absolutely loved it so it's sort of like passing the torch to to my niece now um so my sister was said right well book book tickets for half 10 on saturday so book tickets for me and laura um but because we didn't have any we were just booking two adult tickets for a children's museum we got a big warning on screen to say look you need to <laughs> child and <laughs> when you get when you get there stop playing persona five <laughs> when you get there we will be checking that you're with children wow wow so 
But then it turned out my sister didn't mean half ten. She meant half twelve. And then <laughs> when, I, when I rung them up this morning, I turned out I'd book next Saturday instead of this Saturday anyway. So <laughs> go well then. <laughs> got, got there in the end. Wow. What, what happens if you turn up without a child? You don't. You're not allowed in. Really? No. They will turn you down. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, I understand why and everything, but I just thought it's sort of it's painting me in a light that I'm not wanting to be painted. Me. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I was concerned about. I, I sent my sister the Clinton Baptiste meme though. After that. <laughs> my oh, goodness. Dear. There we go. Paul, what about you? What are you looking forward to? What about me? I'm looking forward mainly to not going to London next week, to be honest. Um, But other than that, nothing much. It's all just work, work, work. Wow. I've I've got nothing. I I don't think I can talk about what I'm looking forward to next week. Um, No, I can't. I can't even talk about it probably. (laughs) I just realised. I'm looking forward to something, but I'm not going to tell you what. I'm looking forward to Walking the dog, is that right, Gareth? Yeah. I'm walking the dog, yes. Yeah, walking the dog. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm doing. I can't talk about anything else, but um, that's it. Um, there must be something else I'm looking forward to. Is there, is there going to be a 30-second story this week, Gareth? No, there isn't. I'm going to have oh. to do something else. So I'm, I'm every, two, every two weeks at the moment, but yeah, I will do get back to a weekly. Excellent. Look, look, um, I, I do look forward to those. The Last of Us. I'm looking forward to the next Last of Us. The last episode was quite amazing. I haven't watched Didn't that one watch yet. That? I've seen it's good. one and two. I'm doing yeah. good, and I? You know, you're really good. enjoying it? Yeah, so-so. <laughs> Third one, you might have. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it goes off the plot a bit from the normal game, which is good. Um, yeah, that's it. Well, thank you, gentlemen. And let's get your little... Uh, your little tags. Let's get your record. <laughs> <laughs> handles, Gareth. Handles. It's quite. It's quite late. Um, Paul, at the beginning. What's your taggy thing? Um, I am on Twitter, and my handle tag. Nobody uses tag anymore. No. Uh, handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. Xbox Hub Paul. Good. And I don't know what I'm saying like that. I'm trying to work <laughs> well, it out. Just only like you were writing it. Down, Xbox. <laughs> Right, Got I made it. a note to that block. <laughs> <laughs> um, Richard, what about you? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and my handle is at Dubbo1912. Dubbo1912. You don't have to block me, because I uninstalled my, my Twitter app um, okay. last week, because Elon didn't turn it on for me. So I just uninstalled it. I thought sod Twitter. I'll just use the Xbox Hub um, social channels. So you can get me on the Xbox Hub on Twitter. Um, we're also giving away some code for backfirewall underscore. Mm. So you have to be quick. There's only a couple of days left. So if you're listening to this in like May, don't worry about it. You missed it, if, yeah. Yeah, if you listen to it early February 2023, you're sorted. Get on the old Twitters, follow the instructions. And um, yeah, you might win a code. We've got ooh, lots of them, loads of codes to give ooh. away. So that's a very good game. Yeah, and as Gareth says, he wishes he gave it a five, but he didn't because okay. that's what he does. Yeah, I agree on my promises. Um, and you can you can find me on DB Briley, DB Briley, on many things. 
<laughs> on other things as well. But for now, gentlemen, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Goodbye. <laughs> You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.